Hello, everyone. How are we doing today? We are blessed to have in studio, we have Joey the Champ Spencer and his father joining us. Jason, how are you guys? Good. Good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so what's new and exciting with you gentlemen? I'm just getting ready uh, for January 13th. I got uh, my sixth pro fight on that day in California at the Microsoft Center in L.A. And uh, so I'm just training hard right now, getting ready for the next step in my career. And uh, everything's going really well in training camp so far. We're about two and a half weeks in. Okay. Well, that, you know, I, I, I'm going to come back to some stuff on your early, you know, training, family and all this, that, and the other. But I want to jump right into this because you just mentioned it, the balance of training hard, Family's important, right? You guys were in the office the other day. The family was with you. So, you know, young kid, you're out there, the social media stuff. And, you know, we kind of joke about the work-life balance. You got the same thing, right? The work-life balance. So talk to me a little bit about, you know, where you find your strengths with that balance in in your life. So during training camp, um, it really is just you eat, sleep, um, breathe boxing. You know what I mean? I'm just getting ready for one thing, and that's to fight. And uh, But I do get my off-season in between fights. Um, I just came off about a two-month break. And that was a great time for me just to really dive back into family and regular life and uh, friends and, you know, my little brother, spend time with them and um, my my siblings. And just uh, that's always a special time for me, you know what I mean, to be able to just really enjoy life, you know, coming off a victory. And it's uh, one of my favorite times is after the fight, being able to, you know, uh, go back to a little bit of a, a normal life, you know. But when I'm training, you know, you kind of got to forget about your normal life. It's just, you know, rest when you need to, train when you need to, and repeat. You know what I mean? And, Absolutely. Uh, so, and that just comes with getting ready for the task, you know. So You see it a lot, you know. I, um, you, know and, and, you know, you hear the guys going, you know, going dark on social media during mm-hmm. those times, right? Like mm-hmm. LeBron does it in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I follow a lot of uh, college wrestling. And so mm-hmm. these guys, their season just started, and a lot of them just said, we're done. Like we'll see in March when NCAAs are over, we're you know they call it going dark. So, do you have any tips that you kind of kind of hold yourself accountable to kind of keep your mindset strong during those training times? Um, kind of just starting this one. I mean, it's a learning experience. Every fight, you know, I'm five fights in right now. When I first moved home to Michigan, I, I had uh, trained for my first two fights in California, and I had lived in California um, for about two and a half years before I turned professional. We had moved there from Michigan and. Um, so that kind of was the last, it was probably my, you know, when I was 15, 16, and 17, I was there in California, turned professional, had my training camps there, and it, when I was in California, it really was just nonstop boxing. You know, I didn't really have any social life whatsoever except for when I'd get to come home for a week. You know, my friends don't see me during training camp as much. You know what I mean? I'm extremely focused right now on training as hard as I possibly can and then being in the bed on my back for the rest of the time of the day, you know. Sure. Eating exactly what I need to, um, you know, having my diet on check. Even when I was on my break for that two months off, I was still training, you know, keeping my weight um, right, you know, not letting my weight get out of control to where I have to. That was another thing. I would go on break after my fights, and I would gain, you know, 15, Uh, 20 pounds, and I'd have to lose that all during a six-week training camp. Well, this one, I kept my weight under control, even though I did enjoy myself. I still had that discipline in, in place, you know, and I was still working out the, three the times a week. Active rest, right? You know, an active yeah. rest. You yeah. know, resting your body, but still maintaining, so that when you come back to camp, you move up. You move up. You know what yes. I mean? You move into another category of training. You know, so we did it all right this time. So I think it's actually going to be probably the best my body's been conditioned for all my fights I'd yet. I love to hear you know? it. So, Dad, t- walk us through what that's like when I mean, 
you got you have a balancing act yourself, right? Because you, you, oh, yeah. right. I mean, we got dad, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We, and then then you got to turn around, and it, I don't know. You tell me, what's that like to turn that switch on and say, okay, now, dad, dad's at home. Hundred percent. You right? know, and it's like it's like you know, home is the office. You know, right? So it's uh, it is it's it's just, especially in in camp. You know, when we're when we're getting ready to fight, um, it, it really is. There's, there's always five things that that need to be done. And um, it's just like running any other business, you know. I, we, you know, his his mother and I, um, and you know everybody around him, his family, you know, we we all tackle the everyday tasks from like you were talking about, you know, you know uh, other athletes go dark, you know, as far as the social social media and so, and so sure. forth, you know, we really don't have the liberty to do that. We got to continue to promote the event and right. um, and you know and, and we're building a brand at this point, right? So um, all that still has to go on. I mean, it wouldn't be quite um, so much to tackle in the event that we could just focus on the training now so what we do is for Joey it's very important for the most part that as much as possible he can just focus on his preparations for the fight that's that's really really important and um, he needs to get his rest he's got to rest his mind Um, but you know even with that there's a lot of things that he has to be involved in you know and um, Joey has an incredible business mind already at the age of 18 and um, so he needs to be a part of everything that we're doing, um, and uh, but we just have to, you know, try to balance that as, as best well, we can. That's the brand, right? Yeah. You know, and I, because I was thinking a lot about that, because, um, you know, when you guys were in here the other day, you know, and again, good, bad, or indifferent, I don't know this, but I saw somebody comment on the post of like, hey, make sure you keep your mind right, you're supposed to be trained this and that and the other, but to your point, you can't anymore. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's not like, again, people are still watching the news, this, that, and the other, but yeah. again, we're talking about an 18-year-old. What yep. their demographics, I mean, probably you're not reading newspapers for your information, right? Right, right. Where's that coming from? Social media, right. So how, how do you, yeah. right? So it is, it's, a, yeah. it, it's exactly. that weird dynamic that's changing. Yep, it is, 100% it is. And um, so, yeah, you know, it's um, it, it is, it's a daunting task. You know, it's seven weeks of training camp. You know, we're, we're in the gym, you know, twice a day. And uh, in between, it's, um, you know, um, I handle all of his nutrition and I handle, uh, you know, everything that goes along with, you know, the day-to-day, you know, businesses from scheduling, you know, his massages to, you know, just everything that um, from, from all the business aspect, from the fight promotion to local promotions to, um, and it, which, is, which is becoming more and more, you know, obviously with every fight as, as the following grows, um, he's, he's sought after more and there's, there's more opportunity and more invites to do different things. And, you know, we want to take advantage of all that, you know, that's, that's important, especially at this stage of the game. So, um, yeah, it's busy, but we, we're getting it done and, you know, you got to, um, um, everybody's got to, uh, uh, stay calm, take deep breath, you know, and, um, but we do good with it. You know, we, we did, as Joey's mentioned, we spent, you know, I left when, when Joey got the invite to go to California, you know, three years ago and, and train with Virgil Hunter that came really abrupt. You know, it wasn't anything that we were expecting. We went out went out to California for a visit, um, do some, you know, some training there. It was supposed to be temporary. And then we got a, an invite to come out and train f- full time. And um, so literally, like, our, our life's changed overnight. I mean, within two weeks, you know, we had a you know, home here that I planned on retiring in. And, um, you know, we had a business here that, you know, that I ran. And we come within, within two weeks, we had a U-Haul trailer and a truck wow. packed. And, and uh, we were headed to California, right? So, you know, Joey left his school, he left his friends, he left everything that was valuable and important, important to him at that time. You know, we went out, we, we moved into a, you know, a, a two-bedroom, you know, 900-square-foot apartment, you know. That's a little in, different yeah, in California, yeah, absolutely, right? you know, yeah. $3,200 a month, right? Uh-huh. And, uh, 
And, you know, it was it was the four of us in a little box on some rent-a-center furniture, right, yeah. and some rental furniture. And uh, we thought that would, you know, be maybe three months, and then it was six months, and then it was a year, and then wow. it was, you know, it just it kept going. The opera, but every time we'd think, you know, it was time to come home, you know, another door would swing wide open, you know, and we'd say, hey, we got to take advantage of this and stay in. Um, but with all that, you know, it was like really just a crash course to get ready for what we're doing right now. You know what I mean? We, all, we always look back and say, hey, we, we could get through that two years, you know what I mean? And, we can do anything. And we can do yeah. anything, you know, Absolutely. running a business back here, you know, in different time zone and everything that went with that. So um, it's forced Joey to really mature fast, right? Sure. And, well, he was, uh, what, 15? Yeah, he was 15, 15 at the time. And, yeah. and him and I are like, it's like, at, you know, for those few years, like, hey, there's no, there's no time or room for – you know, you being 15, you know what I mean? You've, you've got to, you know, you got to think like an adult. you got to respond like an adult. you got to, you know, you got to grow up fast. And he did it. And I'm um, really proud of him. And now we, we make it work. You know, it's really busy, but we all make it work. And we get along well. we got a great relationship, great working relationship. And just thank God for that. Absolutely. Well, that sounds awesome. So so let, <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about, and we'll circle back to, you know, to, to what's coming up. But tell me what, what got you guys started in, 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 you know, in the sport of boxing? Where, where did that passion come from? So um, my dad was a boxer in uh, his late teens. He started fighting amateur. So around that time, I was like, you know, well, I guess he was probably his early 20s. I was like a four- or five-year-old kid, you know. So I was just watching him. And, of course, you know, as a son, you want to do what your dad does. And he always had the fights on and things like that. So I took to it. It just something about the sport that I loved, you know. Um, really loved it. I could watch fights, full-length fights when I was just – you know, too young to have an attention span to watch full-length fights, you know. And I, uh, I kept I kept up on when the next, next big fight was, and that was what I looked forward to. So as it progressed, I was learning how to box. My dad was teaching me and things like that. Once I became eight, nine years old, I started traveling the state, sparring uh, different kids, a lot of them bigger and a lot of them with a lot more experience than me, had actual fights, things like that, until I turned about 10 years old and you know, I fought my first amateur fight and won my first state championship and my first national championship and all in the first year. And then I realized that, you know, I could be real good at that, you know, real good at this sport. So um, as it progressed, I just keep kept uh, entering more national tournaments and qualifying for more national tournaments and won again and again and again. And then um, next thing you knew, I was fighting for the USA boxing team and traveling with them around the world and things. So, um that's just was the progression of it. And then actually um, around then, 15, was when we ended up going to California, maybe early, maybe right at, I think I turned 16 the week we went to California, actually. Okay. So it was 16 when I went to California. And um, all the rest of that was just training with these professionals over in this gym. And um, 17, I was a professional fighter, so. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, what would you say before when you were amateur, what was maybe one one of your – your favorite stories of, I mean, there's a lot that happened there, right? You're training 8, 9, 10, fighting and traveling and USA team. Any one thing that sticks out, you say, man, I just love that that part of my life. Anything that jumps out oh, to you? Oh, man, that's that was definitely one of the best times of my, my life. Um, after I, I started homeschooling when I was 14 or 15, early 15, and uh, so wait, because I was traveling. Sweet, has got to be a teacher too now? <laughs> no, that was But so I started homeschooling and traveling with the because I was traveling with the U.S. team, and it was hard to get my schoolwork done okay. on their time because I was missing a lot of school. So, um, But I never really regretted that because um, the time I had with those those boys on the team yeah. and, and the boys 
that I got close to. I got a buddy named uh, Leon that trained here in Flint, and he had um, his cousins were world champions, uh, professionals before him. Okay. So he already came from a you know a big boxing family. We got close. The Jarrell brothers. I don't know if you've yeah. them. They're around here locally, but we got real close, real tight, and started traveling to these national championships together. Some of the best times you know I can think of. You know what I mean? We sure. just had a blast. You know, Goofing going all over yeah. the country, all over the world. You know what I mean? Just spending time, getting into trouble, and making. You know what sure. I mean? It was just a blast. Having you know? a good so, time and winning titles together. So. Um, yeah, that was a great. T- I, I think that any any time, more of a. I don't really have one specific okay. time, but just I think back to that time in my life as a great time in my life. You know, it sounds like you're surrounding yourself with other successful people. Right? You have to, you know, you have to. Uh, like uh, I used to explain to people, Leon. You know, we have so many similarities just in our story. We both won uh, the nationals that qualified us for the USA team at the same year, different weight classes, our different age groups, and. Um, just the fact that we really understood each other's story, you know what I mean? When I went out to California, he moved to Florida um, for a training camp of the same kind of situation. His cousins okay. were training over in Florida, so he left his hometown of Flint, you know what I mean, where all his friends were, his school, things like that, um, and moved to Florida. And then actually spent a good amount of time in California at the gym that I was at. Um, so we just really understood each other's situation, you know what I mean? And uh, how what it took to you know kind of have that success and the hard work and sacrifice it took so that was something that really bonded us closer because we you know knew what it was going to take and we knew we were on the same path and now today he's I think seven and zero as a pro and I'm five and zero as a pro and okay you know we're fighting on TV for the first times and things like that and it's it's an amazing it's kind of an amazing story you know well sure it's you know that sounds like you got a good team around you guys too right and that that balance you know, of surrounding yourself with other successful people. And it sounds like that's kind of the path you, you're, you're taking here. hundred percent. And that is what it's all about. You know that, you know what I mean? Like in any business or anything you're doing, you know, if you want to, you want to be the best and you got to get around the best. And, and, um, you know, and when Joey first won his first national championship at, um, age, uh, 11 or 12, um, and we realized that, you know, there's good possibility he had a, he had a future in the sport. Um, you know, at that point I began to, um, get him and travel, you know, I mean, you know, coming up, you know, every week looked like three times a week, you know, somewhere across the state or in another state just for practice. You know, we would drive two hours, two and a half hours, sometimes three hours after school and um, on a weeknight, you know, just to go train and practice sure. and get around other successful coaches. And, okay. And um, we would spend sometimes months, you know, um, in, in, in particular gym around another coach that had a lot of success and, and um, you know, and, and learn from what they're doing, you know what I mean, and what's working for them. And and um, you just mold, you know, you mold your style, right. you know what I mean, off of other people that are, they all don't look the same, you know what I mean, they got different things they're doing, they got different, you know, um, strengths, and, and we did that, and then ultimately, you know, the, the, the move to California was just a, another example of that, I mean, we had, on an amateur level, I had rubbed shoulders, I mean, I coached for the USA team, I traveled internationally, um, and, you know, we, we had done, at that point, really all that there was to do, you know, as an amateur fighter. And um, nine national championships, you know, I mean, we had accomplished everything that we could really ever have hoped to accomplish as in the amateur game. So, but then, you know, I never coached professionally, you know what I mean? Okay. I, I didn't know what that, you know, that's different. It's a different ball different game. Different hat to put it, on, it's right? It's an absolute yeah. different hat. I mean, it's a whole different type of preparation. You're not prep- preparing an amateur fighter for three rounds with headgear and, you know, and, and, and larger gloves. I mean, you're, you're preparing, you know, a, a fighter for small gloves and no headgear and ultimately 12 rounds when you, when you reach that, you know, that championship level. So... Um, we needed to get around that, you know, and I knew I needed that, but, um, 
didn't know it would come quite the way it did. You know what I mean? Getting out there and getting that invite. What's crazy about it is that, you know, we studied, Joey and I studied the best naturally, you know, as he came up, we spent a lot, every, every, t every day pretty much that we trained always involved a film session. Okay. And we would start our training with that, you know, and we would, I mean, I boxed amateur, you know what I mean? I, I boxed, you know, I had maybe 10 fights as an amateur and it was more of a, you know, hobby in my, you know, young adult years, you know what I mean? To stay in shape after high school sports, right? Yeah. So it was never anything that I felt like I would do professionally or had that ability. So, you know, the, you know, when I realized that he had the natural ability and talent that he had, I mean, it was a huge responsibility for me to be able to prepare him or, or get him to somebody that could. So, um, so, you know, getting the invite to go out to California was crazy. I started to say, we were studying um, a lot of Virgil Hunter and Andre Ward, and we studied the best in the sport yep. in our era. And um, Virgil Hunter is considered, you know, to this day, you know, he, he'll go down as, you know, a Hall of Fame trainer and be one of the greatest teachers in the game. And, uh, but we watched him from afar before we ever knew him. You know, YouTube and everything that I could find on him, I watched as a coach. And we watched Andre Ward, you know, which was his fighter that he, that he brought up and molded. So to go out there and just hope, we went out there just kind of hoping that maybe there'd be a chance through another contact that we'd even get to meet him, you know. Sure. And, uh, and then we got the, the green light to, to train in their gym, you know, maybe one training session, right, wow. just to stop by and train. I'm thinking, man, I wonder if, you know, wonder if Dre will be there, be here, you know. Yeah. Wonder, if, wonder if Virgil will be there. Will we meet Virgil Hunter, you know, all these things, right. So, you know, that turned into an, an invite back and a week later, you know, training and sparring in the gym and, and, and Bert, you know, the day we're getting ready to leave and head back to Michigan, thinking this has been an incredible experience, you know, how could we have ever expected this? You know, Virgil brings me in his office and says, uh, hey, you know, you ever think about staying, you know? And I'm, you know, I'm thinking, well, what do you mean? You know, he says, well, I'd like to give you a job, you know? Wow. So, um, so, you know, I mean, you just think about that, right? You know, I, I remember going out and my, the, the, Joey and, the, and Amanda and my other son were already out in the car, you know, and just waiting on me to come out of <laughs> Virgil's we're, office, we're right? Out of here, yeah. yeah, and they're thinking, what in the world's going on, you know? And, and um, so I come out and sit in, the, sit in the car and I'm like, Virgil Hunter just offered me a job, you know? Never seen that coming in a million years, you know? So now what? So now I'm, I'm, I'm coaching under the arguably one of the best coaches of our time and uh -huh. our era. And the, the guy that I studied the most because stylistically he was, you know, the most we molded, you know, as far as what we do and how we fight, we molded after him and what he teaches. So um, from what I could get from him, right, on YouTube. And yep. uh, so yeah, now, right, now right. I'm standing, getting the opportunity. He says, you know, he, he just told me, he said, you know, I, I see what you're doing and, you know, I respect it. And I'm looking for, he, he said these words, you know, he's, I'm not going to be in this game much longer and I'm looking for somebody to pass you know, my stuff to pass what I've learned to him. He said that to me, those words, you know? So, um, you know, now, and now we spent, I spent two and a half years traveling abroad. Um, yeah, with it within like, uh, I remember it was in the first, first few months, you know, I'm, I'm in a huge fight, super fight in, in, uh, we were in, uh, New York, uh, for Andre Bertel. Um, and, and, you know, I'm supposed to be working the first time working a corner of a major fight like that under Virgil, crazy story, but, you know, Virgil gets tied up, can't get there in time. Uh, press conferences, they have a press conference, and <laughs> wow. and uh, and you know, I'm down there, and I, you know, I'm thinking there's a seat at the press conference table. This is HBO, you know, and there's a you know, there's a name, you know, card for Virgil Hunter. Uh huh. And uh, and a somebody, mic in the face, yeah, right? somebody yeah. from somebody from HBO comes over and says, "Hey, you know, you're, you're gonna sit in for Virgil, you know." So here <laughs> they're, they're miking me, right? You know, yeah. you're gonna sit in for Virgil, you know. Just create, so like, just, but stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like, talk about being thrown in, you know, and, and having to learn and getting that crash course, you know, of what goes on at the pro level to prepare us, you know, for what we're doing now. I mean, we, we think now all the time, like, man, if we didn't have those years, you know, the things that we brought home, 
you know, that, that prepared us to do what we're doing now, man, I can't even can't even fathom it. You know, right. and it was your just huge blessing that God just gave us and preparing us. Just things like that, just solidifying that, you know, this is God's will for us and we're, we're you know, we're, we're right in place. his will and this is what we're supposed yes. to be doing. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. You know, and I always tell people, you know, pressure is a privilege. Right? A lot of times people will, you know, will look at pressure and say, and we're in California and there's pressure on your dad, right? There's pressure on, uh, on my son and there's pressure on my family. We're supposed to leave. And then you say, man, this isn't pressure. It's a privilege that we're here. And, I, and I'm hearing that from both of you. The, the, in the constant, the constant having to remind ourselves, right? Because yes. when you're in the trenches and it's hard, you got to remind yourself. Sometimes you got your own path you want to go yeah, on, right? Sure. He's got a different one yeah, for you. And it's sometimes sure. which one are we going? Are we going yeah. left? Are we going right? But yeah, yeah, it sounds like you guys are on the right track for yeah. sure. So we were talking a little bit about this before. So we have the fight on, on the 13th in L.A., then in the works, you know, you know, I don't know if you guys have talked about this, but if you want, kind of tell us, you know, and again, I, I'm originally from Fenton. Don't hold that against me, right? I know, I know that Fenton Linden, right? You got that. That's how I grew up, man. It was Fenton Linden all the time, yeah. right? So I'm from Fenton, and, and here we are talking to, to the hometown Linden kid, and, and you guys are talking about bringing a fight here. Yeah. Tell me about that. Um, so we got some things uh, in the works, you know, our promoters are talking about, you know, maybe next year, maybe end of this year doing a homecoming fight. Um, they're talking about maybe even, I mean, we've had some, you know, short conversations so far about it, but um, that is the end goal. Um, and they're talking about maybe doing something even at, at Linden High School, you know, football field, you know, at football stadium, something like that. That's you know right. what I mean? Yeah. And bringing the TVs, bringing Fox to Linden, you yeah. know what I mean? And that'd be amazing for the town. and. Uh, or maybe we could do something at the IMA in, in Flint. We talked about that before. Uh, you know, there's Detroit. I think we'll expand out. You know what I mean? Maybe start yes. right at home, move to Flint, move to Detroit. You know what I mean? That's all possibilities that we can, you know, look at. And uh, it's just about um, basically bringing it all over Michigan. You know what I mean? Um, bringing boxing in a strong way back to Michigan. You know what I mean? Clarissa Shields has already done it in her big way. You know what I mean? And uh, just continuing that on. You know, there's been a lot of great fighters from Michigan. So, we just want to showcase what we can do to, you know, the entire state, you know, and build as much of following here as we can and then take it to the rest of the country, you know. Absolutely. I know, that, you know, hey, I mean, we're just, you know, following back here at home. I mean, you, can, and you may or may not see this when you're out there fighting at your fights, but I mean, this town's got your back. I mean, there's viewing parties. They're watching it, right? There's all these places. And so. No, I watch. I see it yeah. all because it motivates me. So uh, it's one of the, the main things I do before my fight, the night before my fight. I'm looking at. Everybody, you know, sending their prayers and support, and then after the fight, I love seeing everybody celebrating too. So, and then I go back and celebrate with them. So yeah. it's a good time. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. All right, so let, let's talk a little bit of personal here. Then we'll get you guys out the door. What uh, What are some things maybe some of the, the folks out here that are watching or that are listening don't know about you guys? Tell me maybe one of those those quirky things. Doesn't have to be you know about boxing, but tell me a little bit about you know yourself that we might not know about you. Hmm. What do you think? <laughs> Something that people wouldn't know about you. Beat up dad, maybe. I mean, something. I mean, come on, tell me. Story. Anything. Yeah. What What do we got out there? Interests other than other than boxing. And it could be boxing. Could be anything. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty simple, you know. So I like to, you know, when I'm not working, I like to be with my friends and family. And we're our family's super close. So, um, uh, you know, we spend every Christmas all together at my grandpa's house. We stay the night and have Christmas together. That's just the type of family we are, I and mean, that's all year round. You know what I mean? So, we're a really tight family, uh, really family oriented, and also, you know, I got a tight knit group of friends that we like to just run around and have fun when I'm not working. So, um, 
you know, whatever that consists of. So we just like to have fun. That's it. All right. All right. We'll, we'll let you off the hook this time. <laughs> All right. Um, so, so tell me a little bit about as, as far as like passions um, outside of the boxing ring. I know you're giving a lot back to this community. Anything that you see yourselves really uh, driving more towards or things that you want the audience to be aware of, of, of where you're, you're wanting to see, a, you know, that value. Because again, you're, you're on a stage, yeah, right? Absolutely. We talked about this, right? Absolutely. So, you know, an 18-year-old from, from Linden, I mean, 99.9% of those kids can walk past him and we don't know who it is, right? So here we are, we have the champ 5-0 and getting ready to go, keep going and going and going. Where are your passions outside of the ring really really coming into giving back? Because I know you guys are huge on the community. Tell me about that. Well, um, me and my dad have been talking a lot about, before I left for California, we had started a little bit of a, um, you know, a, a boxing club, a youth boxing club um, out of our garage, actually. And it started to grow, and it was doing really well, and it, we were using it as an opportunity to speak to the kids um, just about life and about God and about, you know, morals and things like that. And it had been going on for a couple of years. And we had some really talented kids, and then we had to move to California abruptly, you know what I mean? But um, one thing that we talk about, because that was going so well, and it was something that I enjoyed, and it kind of just took away from my, you know, the work, everyday workload, you know what I mean? Just spending that time with, you know, kids and they make things a little bit lighter and things like that. So we're getting into that again. And um, I think sometime in the near future, I'm going to open up a boxing gym, a youth boxing gym here in, uh, you know, the community somewhere in Linden or Fenton, um, just for the local kids to come and kind of have a positive influence in their lives. You know what I mean? Because um, that's needed. You know, they go yes. through life and they go through school and things like that. And, you know, they're only really seeing negativity, you know what I mean? So having that after-school program where they can come and, you know, learn how to, you know, fight and control themselves and, you know, have that discipline and also learn about life, you know. you know. I think that's exactly it. I mean, and I, you know, I, I grew up wrestling. And, you know, it's the same thing. It's a one-on-one -on -one sport, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, yeah, you know, you, you can go 5-0, and oh, you can go undefeated your whole life, but the odds are something's going to happen where you're going to get knocked out. Mm -hmm. Right, Absolutely. physically, yeah. emotionally, mentally, whatever it is, it, it has nothing to do with getting knocked down. Mm -hmm. It has a hundred percent of getting back yeah, up. Yeah. Right, and, uh, and people don't you know understand that um, you know just like I said, boxing in combat sports is such a good way to teach a kid that because there's no um, they say it's a you know there's no better um, life experience, real life experience. Then getting in the ring and you know being exhausted, tired, and being knocked down, being beat up, physically and having to keep and mentally going. Just broken, and it's not right? just physically; it's so much mentally. Mental. You know, yes. when, there's nothing that mentally tires you like being in that ring. You know, there's nothing. So you really gotta, you know, when you push through, that tells you you can push through in life too. When you get mentally tired, you know what I mean. So when you're broken, yeah. right? That's absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I just just growing up and that you, I can see, you know, on a wrestling mat or. And you can, guys can probably see it with your experience in boxing. You can tell when you broke that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Hundred percent. They're still there physically. They're still throwing punches at you. They're still wrestling. They're still there, but you got them, mm -hmm. right? And, and you kind of get that. You guys probably get a little smile on your face. You got them. Yep. Right. Hundred percent. Talk to us about that. When you, go ahead, Joe. And when you when you get when you get a fighter there, regardless of their athletic ability or talent, it's over. Right. You know, when you, when you take you their mentally mind, break you mentally them. break them. Yes. You know, and um, that is huge in boxing because that's it's a battle of wills. You know, one guy against the other, and you don't have you don't have your teammates to lift you up or to carry it for you, you know, on that mm -hmm. particular day or night. You know, it's just you against your opponent. And uh, boxing, like you said, boxing, you know, wrestling, boxing, and these, these types of sports, they, they really do teach that. You know, and they're life lessons. And, and as Joey was saying, you know, that definitely is our passion. 
Um, you know, we, we don't think for a second that this is about boxing. You know what I'm saying? That, that we, we, we believe 100% that God has something for us bigger than that that involves investing in others and uh, using the platform and the responsibility in a positive way. And we, Joey, since Joey, since Joey was, you know, something about it, and we, we've always known his, his mother and I, since he was young, like I'm talking, you know, 12, 13 years old, we go to the national tournaments and, and you know, they're usually four or five day tournaments. And by the end of the tournament, he'd have like this, this got posse of kids, you know, little <laughs> yeah. kids, you know, uh -huh. they just flock to him. And we, and, and we never, you know, it's like they'd always find him, you know, and he'd be the one kid be walking around with it. And he's not doing anything to really ask for it or look for it. You know, they would just find him. And still that way today, it's, it's, it's wild. We got little kids in the church that, you know, they just talk about him all the time, that want to be looking for him after church, you know. And I believe, and I've been watching that my whole life, and like I said, his mother and I, have just we, we just really know that God's got something for him, and it's going to involve investing in, in, in children. In the youth. And in the youth, and, um, and obviously there's no better way to, to affect the, you know, change in the next generation. So, um, yeah, that's, we're excited about that. We're excited about continuing to use the platform in that way. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and that's, you know, kind of back to your point, that's, that's what it's about to me in, in, in sports. You're right, it's not about boxing, sure. right? It's about, because, again, I, I don't, you know, you can't box your whole life. Yeah, Fair. Sure. I mean, you're talking about sure. the guy who mentored you and your guy yeah. looking at him. What did he say to you? Right. It's my time. Yeah. Right. It's 100%. I need this. It's it's same thing. So then, what absolutely. do you do next? Yeah, absolutely. Right. What are you going to do next? For sure. Definitely. Yeah. And having that mentality, right? And you see it so much in in, in my in the business world, right? Right. right. You're not going to go undefeated in, in in your working career. So it's it's what's that rebound to that? So That's a fact. Yeah. I think you guys got it. Got a great great attitude with that. So. All right, before we sign off here, anything you guys want to add? We know we got the fight coming up. We're going to get you in Michigan fighting, put you under the lights. Just got to hold off on the rain, right? Because that's always the wild card, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we go outside, yeah, that'd, yeah. Be, that'd, be, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? Uh, just tune in January 13th um, on Fox Sports 1 and uh, check out my next fight. Six, try to go 6-0. and oh. Uh, All right. January 13th. Do we have an official uh, viewing party in the area yet? Yeah, you know, we, we definitely will be. Um, we are, we're, we're working with a couple different restaurants right now to find out who's going to be hosting it, but we'll be announcing that soon. Beautiful. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, well, thank you for coming. We will tune in on the 13th of January going 6-0. Oh. You got it. All right, thanks, thanks guys. Mike.